you hate slugs. I hate <laughs> slugs. Is it you because know. you got one you in know. between your toes? Is that where that stems from? We were <laughs> camping, like, oh. quotation marks. We were camping oh, in no. the backyard oh, and no. I wanted to pee. I came out to pee. I was only like 12 or something oh, like this. Oh, I thought it was I when got, you were I, older. No, um. I was like going out to pee and I put my foot out, <gasps> put my toes out first to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then slug went between oh, my oh. big toe and my second toe and I oh, so no. rained. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, no. I was like, Oh god! Oh god! I, was I so can just feel out. it. I can feel it. Oh god! It was the worst. It was the worst. God. I can still remember it. I still remember it. It was in that brown tent. You know the brown yeah, one. Yeah, I love that tent. Peak, really old one. It was like seventies. Yeah, I loved it. Was in it. That, their it was tent. huge. Yeah. It was really nice and tall. Oh god! That night, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Said she couldn't sleep then for the rest of the night. I was washing my foot for ages, just like just washing Murray my toes. Murray Macbeth just <laughs> can't get it off. <laughs> oh, it was so disgusting. I still remember it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so gross. Me time and murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh well, big surprise. Tress. We're going to be doing something a little strange today. Oh my god! Um, do you believe in werewolves? Oh god! <laughs> We're straight into there. Um, Ian Bailey claimed to be one, didn't he? In the West Cork <gasps> murder, yeah. So I don't want to give him I've... any kudos. No, I oh don't. My gosh. I don't. Like I had no idea that werewolves were so Irish. Really? Yeah, like. I don't feel like it was something that was like story told no. in our school or in our family. It's no. not something that you would really hear stories of in the pub. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think that this is like a cool little history tidbit know. that we could revive. If you think of like the tale of Little Red Riding Hood, in a way that was a little bit like a werewolf, wasn't it? The wolf where was. Is, where is that I, from? It's I from Germany. I, right? I was about to say it, it feels German, but um, mm-hmm. the other thing that comes to mind then is Twilight. They they it was mainly oh. about vampires, but do you remember there was werewolves in it? <sighs> I know. Yes. That really they like came back strong. People were really <laughs> into it for a while. It was like kind of like sexy, you know. Uh, Jacob, Team Jacob. What about Wolverine? Oh. Do you get oh. any sexier? No, there's a sexy wolf. Yeah, he is the best. <laughs> Here we go. In the 12th century. Okay. So in Ireland, there was a legendary warrior werewolf named Lynoch Feland. We'll just call him Lynoch because this is a lot of words that are hard to say. Yes. And he was a warrior werewolf. Huh. A warrior werewolf. Interesting. Said to be descended from a tribe of werewolves who were related to the kings of Ossery. So there's a poem of this werewolf. Love a good poem. The poem just. Desc- oh, wait, I don't have the poem. I never have the poem. I just have a description of the poem. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> like, it's probably very so, complicated anyway. So the poem describes him as a man who would go wolfing. Oh. As did his offspring, killing their enemies in the fashion of wolves. 
Part of me is wondering, did they just have wolves and they let them loose? Weren't wolves no, like, used in so war? He would... No, I'm making this up. I'm thinking of Game of Thrones. No, like they would describe him as he would sort of take on the persona okay. of like yeah. a wolf sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a little bit more literal. Yes. Like we're talking in the 1300s. I mean, people were a lot more magical thinking back then. Bring it back. But it was also like a way, I think, to intimidate surrounding tribes and counties sort of like kingdoms like oh yeah to create oh, lore about oh, themselves yeah. ah yeah it is to create lore that's the yeah. good way to put it like oh yeah. we can't go over there you know yeah. they turn into wolves so we're going back further in time to the 11th century okay other poems describe how some men would not turn into a wolf in, in front of their eyes but rather the men would go into like a deep sleep almost like a trance and while in this trance their souls would then leave their bodies and go into a wolf that makes more sense i can get more on board with that i feel like they like isn't there stuff like that in native american lore yeah like they like go into the spirit of like the eagle because that's just what say it's all about spirit and they have like Yeah. yeah spirit animals side note what is your spirit animal cat (laughs) <laughs> okay so i suppose mine is a guinea pig guinea pig oh that is no they are they just munch all day and really cute and round it's definitely me yeah okay so they would yeah. go into the werewolf so they'll go into a wolf right mm-hmm. so it's sort of like a spirit animal mm-hmm. so it gets a bit more magical now okay love so it. so while they were in this wolf body they'd be out like hunting and stuff or maybe correct protecting the parameters Mm -hmm. Uh, so if they were to get injured as a wolf Mm -hmm. it would show up on their human bodies if they caught meat while out hunting it would appear in the sleeping human's mouth so their human bodies were vulnerable while they were in the wolf Mm. so their friends and family were not supposed to move them or wake them while the humans were in this sleep-like trance. Mm. If you think about it, in reality, mm-hmm. these men were just taking naps in the middle of the day and they were saying to the wives, <laughs> no, 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 we are patrolling in our minds. It's a bit like <laughs> bit like Bran from Game of Thrones, just sitting back, kicking back, okay, he can't walk. But, you know, I feel like it's convenient for him sometimes. He just, like, kicks back. But, yeah. Right, and he knew all of that was going to happen. Oh, he and he knew everything. Like, just lying back, oh, watching it happen. I don't like Bran. I think that's I don't like pretty him. clear. I don't know who, who does. So, if the body was disturbed while the person's soul was in the wolf, it could not return, <gasps> and the person would become a werewolf forever. No. Well, just a wolf. <gasps> Oh, yeah, but they would have the mind of a person. I know, but like they can't show anyone that they're a person. The whole thing about a werewolf, it's like you get to be both, which is the cool part. You're just mm. trapped in the body of a wolf. Did they believe in reincarnation back then? Was that ever part of Irish belief, like pagan belief? Maybe not. I don't know, actually. Because you think like if, if they believe that you could be in a werewolf's body for the rest of your life, mm. it wouldn't be a stretch to say that when people die that they might go on. I don't know maybe they did um, I'm not sure they did though do you I kind of like the idea of, of what becoming a wolf when you die becoming a guinea pig 
No, what would be the best animal? A bird, so you can fly. A bird? But then my spare animal will get you. Oh, that's true. Me and you, you're just sworn enemies. <laughs> in the afterlife. Yeah. Again, again, let's keep going. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. In the 13th century, descriptions of werewolves was that werewolves were humans who were cursed by God. Oh. Apparently, when St. Patrick was converting Ireland to Christianity, mm-hmm. there was like this specific time that did not like him. They resented him. They were like, get the F out. Okay. As a way to get him out, they all like decided to howl at him, freak him out and scare mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. So St. Patrick then prayed to God and asked God to give the town a fitting punishment Oh, Patrick, how could you? I know. But which Patrick was this? I know, there's apparently two. The two Patricks, Palladius or Patrick. It's the evil one. The witch, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They were twins. They were like, one was the evil twin. Okay. So what was the curse? And so God turned them into werewolves. God, because they were howling at him. I love how Christianity has to claim that they made everything. We made werewolves. We made werewolves. No, you didn't. <laughs> what? Because they were howling at St. Patrick, God apparently, you know, said, you're going to have the mind of a man, the wherewithal of a man, but trapped inside the body of a wolf. Mm-hmm. You have to eat like a wolf and live in the forest, live outside and hunt like a wolf. Evil. But the werewolves were not permanently transformed. Uh, okay, so now, now we're getting Game of Thrones. As they either t- <laughs> as they either took the form of a wolf every seventh winter, or oh. they were transformed into a wolf for seven years. Oh, very different. Is that isn't that Game of Thrones though? They had winter for seven years. That's true. Why? Didn't we have any of this in religion class? Isn't this fun? And now I'm, I am wondering where your sources are from. <laughs> FolkloreThursday.com Oh, right. So another story is of an unnamed priest who is travelling central and the north of Ireland. This is where he encounters a wolf in the woods. <gasps> and he's like freaking out. And to his amazement, this wolf tells him, do not be afraid. Little Red Riding Priest. This is what this is. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm not sure it started in Germany. So the wolf then starts to talk about theology what? with the priest. <laughs> okay. Okay. Was the priest stopping along the roadside to eat some mushrooms? He's got a full bag full of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. The priest begs the wolf not to harm him. So the wolf replies... There are two of us, a man and a woman. We are the natives of Ossory. We are the ones who have the curse. We are compelled to be a wolf for seven years, every seven years. At the end of the seven years, if we by chance survive this, two other people will take our place. We will return to human form and they will be a wolf for seven years. Hmm. But the wolf said that his wife is dangerously sick and worries that she will not be able to continue. Mm-hmm. So the priest then gives the wolf wife her last rites and communion. Hmm. Then the wolf skin falls off and it reveals an elderly woman. <gasps> Gross. It's a bit like in Game of Thrones. Sorry, I keep referencing Game of Thrones. 
But you know, what is her name? She's like beautiful, but she's really old. Oh yeah, the witch, the Mm -hmm. red witch. And so the husband wolf and the priest, they go for a walk. And the wolf then tells the priest of Ireland's future and the upcoming problems with the English invaders. So one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about the wolves is because I was looking at Bigfoot stuff mm-hmm. and then I stumbled across werewolf stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I seen this article about the dire wolves of County Fermanagh. The phrase dire wolf rings a bell. You were just talking about it from Game of Thrones. Okay. Literally just the dire wolves of County Fermanagh. Apparently, they're in Fermanagh. That's right. They are called dire wolves in Game of Thrones. Dire wolves. What does the word dire mean? So dire means extremely urgent and serious. So it's like oh, so it's it's a literal. Literally means dire. I didn't actually know that. I just thought it was like the other way. Some words have two meanings. The dire wolves were a real species that existed. 12,000 years ago. Wow. They bred the Irish wolfhound to hunt the dire wolves. Oh. So the Irish wolfhound was a domesticated dog, mm-hmm. and there's still a couple of them do- dotted around. Mm-hmm. But they were bred big. to defend people of the dire wolves. Okay. While um, most people agree and evidence agrees that the dire wolves are long extinct. In 2012, hikers reported sightings in County Fermanagh. Of dire wolves. Yes. What? They claimed to have seen a pack of dire wolves hunting. (laughs) They described the wolves as having stocky legs, a wide head and short ears, which matches the description of the ancient dire wolves. Wow. While no sightings have been reported since then, there is a current whispering, apparently, that there's dire wolves <gasps> in the country. Mm. So One I sighting find... is just not enough. That's what I was thinking. So I was Googling it like crazy, and I could not see fakes anywhere else. I mean, uh, there's not even normal wolves in Fermanagh, right? I don't think so. Are there even wolves in Ireland? Like, I just don't even know. Is that even a thing that we have here? Like, I'm pretty sure you can just go into the woods and just not really be afraid of anything coming to get you in Ireland. Well, that was my... That's true. That's been my experience. (laughs) Well, maybe there... I don't know. Are there wolves here? I don't know. I don't know. Let me look it up. Stop locking it up. I'm really curious. I can hear you locking it up. Google has been listening to me. It's got my results straight away. The wolf is now extinct in Ireland (gasps) due to persecution by humans. The last wolf in Ireland was killed in 1786. That sucks. Because it was killing the sheep. So we're taking a sharp left turn and we're going to talk about a cat. Oh. What is better than a dog but a cat? (laughs) And now we're going full circle. This is so strange because I was looking and looking for more werewolf stuff. Okay. And it's all the same. I was like, okay, well, let's look for, is there a were-cat? I wonder if there's, like, werewolf cats. Hmm. There is the Black Cat of Killakee. Have you heard of this? No. In 1968, Margaret O'Brien and her husband purchased an abandoned house on the outskirts of Dublin City. Margaret 
had a grand designs intention. She was going to restore this property to its former glory and reopen it as a public art center. Hmm, lovely. What year are we in? Oh, sorry, 1968. She was a very busy woman, our Margaret. She was working on other projects at the same time of this renovation. So she allowed several of the workmen to live in the house as they worked. Very nice of her. But soon they began to complain and they reported back to O'Brien that they were hearing disturbing noises. Uh At night they were being haunted by animal sounds coming from inside the walls. Although they looked and they looked, they could never find this animal. At first, Margaret disregarded their concerns, saying they were being paranoid. But soon, she would learn for herself the strange condition of this building. Arriving at the house one evening to speak with the head painter, he complained that the animal sounds were continuing, but they still couldn't find the animal. Eventually, Margaret gave in and she said she would stay the night to see what happens. Mm -hmm. So she walks into her room. And what does she see in the middle of the hallway but a giant black cat sitting in the hall? The creature, according to Margaret, was not an ordinary house cat. It looked like a panther. It glared at her and she could tell that it was evil. Black cats get such a bad rap. She said she could tell it was evil and intelligent just from its eyes. Then it disappeared from sight and Margaret was alone. (sighs) Soon after, the head painter also seen the giant cat. This time, the cat was surrounded by a heavy glowing mist. Margaret, at this point, was terrified. So she called the local priest and begged him, please, you gotta perform an exorcism. So he comes round, exercises the house, blesses it. Tells her to calm down. It's finished. It's done. So it seemed to work. Everything was fine. It was effective. No noises at night. The cat didn't appear. The mist didn't appear. So they opened the art center without a glitch. The community, they came and they went. They seen the art. They seen the performances. They were happy. Everything was going fine. Until a group of drunken actors decided that they were going to hold a seance. Okay. They were going to call this supposed evil giant cat that they had heard so much about from Margaret. Don't be telling people, Margaret. I don't know why she's telling people. So they hold this seance and it was successful. (gasps) The haunting resumed worse than before. Great. Now the cat was joined by the malevolent spirits of two nuns. Oh, great. That's all we need. (laughs) <laughs> two nuns oh. <laughs> and a cat went to Moa Meadow. I don't know why <laughs> that just came into my head. <laughs> what even is that song? Do you remember how annoying that song was? Oh my god, Mummy used to love singing that <sighs> song. So now the cat was joined by the malevolent spirits of two nuns. So the cat and the two nuns, the two evil nuns, they terrorise the guests in the building. Margaret had enough, so... She called on a medium, cut to the chase. Bring in the big guns. (laughs) And finally learned the true story behind this supernatural activity. Okay, I'm excited. The medium told her that these nun spirits 
were trapped here because they had been attendants of the satanic ritual Black Mass performed by the infamous Hellfire Club. Yes, this was reminding me of the Hellfire mm-hmm. Club because you remember the story of the priest and the landlord that went in and seen a big black cat? Yes. This is what this reminded me of. Right. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I like just happened upon this while weird. researching werewolves. Yeah. And I was like, I know about the Hellfire Club. Yeah, that's weird. In 2012, what the medium said was actually given some evidence as at another site that had also been frequented by the Hellfire members, they found a painting depicting this evil, intelligent, giant black cat surrounded by flames. Oh, wait, does this painting exist? There's a real painting. Wow. Can I get a print? A print? <laughs> print. Yeah. So the Kiliki house uh, is now privately owned. However, but it's still standing. Still, the house is still standing. Mm. Uh, it's just people are living there now. Oh, but brave. There are still rumors of sinister encounters and mm. cats and nuns within its walls to this day. <laughs> and none so random this is the longest ending <laughs> okay. in the world okay, I think we can cut the bit about the bat and the slug out <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of gross nobody wants to hear that okay all right, I went we'll to see market you. to buy my slug oh my slug god did very well please me every time I flew my bat <laughs> I'll stand on every the slug every time she stood on a slug <laughs> And the bat did very well please her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I've lost the plot. Oh god. It's so late for me and so early for you. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're both just insane. It's like our brains aren't fully full shilling. Okay. Chat you next time, guys. Slana Walia. Bye. We should do a little a little wolf wolf. That would be really good, yeah. Do that at the end. And maybe maybe some. a howl and then a little meow. Would that meow. be funny? Because it's like, yeah, yeah. really tiny like little one, like just like that. In fact, you could record that. Wait, we did just record that. You could just use that. <laughs> it sounded real. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page. And then he would bring everything with him to go yeah. over the meadow. Those songs are funny though, and they keep kids oh, entertained for them. they just go on and on forever. That's what kids want. Two men and his dog went to mow a meadow. I've always wondered, is that a very Irish thing? You know the song, you know, the the, the hole in the bog and all the those different songs. In the valley, oh. Is that a very Irish thing to kind of add to Irish. the song as it you is, go along? Or do other cultures have that where they keep adding to the song. A lot of English people, they love that bog down in the valley. Yeah, it's song. hilarious. They, they love it. It's so funny. Yeah. And the the speed that you have to sing it at. Yeah. And I was asking my English friends. Does that exist? I was like, do you have music like that? And uh-huh. he was like, I don't know, do we? Well, I think you would know. Well, like, I can think of quite a few off the top of my head. And even I know I don't know enough. So, and I was just like, didn't you did that weird pole weather feather oh yeah they love that thing what is that did they not have the maypole it does look fun it's quite pretty and they were just like no you don't sing any songs oh do you not 
Nah, I would have thought they sang songs around that. They were like, we really like football anthems. We really like, oh. like football, okay. Well, we're talking to a dude. I think we need another opinion here. Yeah, maybe. Let us know if anyone knows. That'll have to go in, into the me time and outtakes that I am slowly, <laughs> slowly building. What, what, this can be an outtake. What was the one where it was like, his okay, it's a farmer and a wife, and they're under the tree, and she's I deaf. I love that one. I, that she's one's deaf. brilliant. He went to the market. He went to market to buy, to market a, to buy a car, and the car did very well please me. Every, Every time, time I fed, I fed, fed my car, car, I fed her all, I fed under, her all a under a tree, and the car the went, moved, the duck, the went, duck went, went quack. But then it gets, he gets a wife at the end. I went to the market to buy a wife and a wife to very well please me every time I fed my wife. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I fed her all under a tree and my wife and get back to work. Something like that. I thought she was like deaf for some reason. No. I have to look that up. I don't know if mommy changed the ending. I mean, there's there's that one. There's the hole in the bucket, the bog in the, the hole, the hole in the bucket, the hole in the bog, the wife under the tree. What's the other one I just said? We were just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two men and and his dog went to Mo Meadow. Yeah. So there's, what, four that we we know, and there's definitely more. Oh, there's loads that we just don't know. Oh, yeah, I found it. It's called, I went to market. (laughs) Cock. When cock and cock and cock and doodle do. When cock and cock and doodle do. And after Hello. every farmer's cock did my cock crow. Yeah, I remember that part. What is that? Okay, I'm going to finish. After every farmer's cock. I'm going to finish this cat, so- the cat story. Right. Oh, yeah, because you were singing about <laughs> two cats and two, two nuns and, two and, nuns a, cat and a cat. Went to, went to Momento. Mo I feel like. Nobody is gonna know that song. <laughs> Nobody. Oh god. oh god! I love that song. Cultured. So We're cultured. We cultured. We can't say Lonak to save our lives, but we can okay. Learn. You you actually said it wrong. Lonak. 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 Oh god. Okay.